Hi, hello, my name is Arden Schiller and I'm an online business coach teaching you how to customize your strategy to monetize your business and doing this while striving satisfied. So let's dive into the episode. All right, and today we're diving into chat with Angie Bradley. We're going to be talking a lot about content creation, different types of content, and what we truly feel is the best type of content to be creating on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever social medias you're using. So welcome, Angie. Feel free to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, love. I'm so stoked to be here. Hello, guys. Um Like she said, I'm Angie Bradley. I am known as the unapologetic coach. Uh, That's sort of my thing. That's my podcast. And I'm a online um, fitness business coach. I really specialize in bringing more of you out of you. I think when I I work with mainly novice uh, fitness coaches in the online space that are like freshly new to the space. And so what I really work on is like finding your unapologetic voice, showing up as yourself, um really leaning into your strengths and gifts that way you're showing up authentically not showing up in the way that you think that you have to that way we're creating less friction and creating content showing up online and just really being able to call in those perfect fit clients for you oh beautiful yeah and i agree i think you know i was just talking to my friend about how so many coaches are showing up online and they're not fully showing up as themselves, but they don't even realize it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they they think they're stepping into and embodying what they're sharing in their content, but they're really not. And so I think my first question that I really want to talk about and dive into is like, what do you think the ideal the ideal coaching client that we work with, right? We work with someone who's like trying to pull out their authentic self, their authentic voice. I mean, that's mainly who you work with. But what do you think is like, what's going to make them aware of them being able to post content that is fully aligned with what they're embodying? Because I think, as I said, a lot of people aren't fully aware of it. How do you become aware of that? Or how do you become aware that you're potentially even disconnected from it? That's a that's a complex question. Um, I feel like I was there when I started my online fitness coaching business. Okay. I felt like I was there that I wasn't showing up as myself. I was a new mom and I felt like I had to fit this mold. And as a fitness coach, I also thought I had to like, okay, eat clean and show that I was eating clean and couldn't eat anything else that like was deemed bad or you know what I'm saying? Like kind of like we have to we have this vision of ourselves that we have to be um, so that other people see us as an authority or like see us as like the health guru or, you know, whatever we have that picture of, of ourselves. But I think the real key here to showing up authentically and really in alignment with like who you are and what your values are is that self mastery work. So this is something that I first do with my clients coming into any of my programs is that self mastery work. I think a lot of us, as weird as it is to say, we don't know ourselves. And like, because we're in a conference state of growth, right? And so sometimes I don't think we really take the time to like look internally of like, okay, what are our strengths and gifts? What makes me unique? 
what um what do i actually believe in you know and i think that's like one of the biggest things that i ask my clients is what do you believe in what what do you hate about the industry that you're currently in what do you want to change about it what are you here to revolutionize because if you're not making your your business the mission of your business a big deal then nobody else is so we first have to get clear on that in order to show up authentically Oh, that's huge. That's beautiful. Thank you for answering that. And I agree. I think a lot of times, like we, we, we kind of think we know who we are and we're like, I am someone who's honest. I am someone who's willing. And then we're not slowing down enough in our life to become aware of the times that we're actually not honest or not willing or coachable. Right. And so then we say that we're these things and we, but we don't actually have the evidence to always confirm it. And I think that's like the first thing that I also do with my clients is I'm like, what do you think you are now go out there and find the evidence to confirm Ooh. that. And they're like, okay. And then they go a week and they're like, oh my God, like, I'm not honest. I realized I was like, becoming. <laughs> a they're like, oh my God, I lied about something. I lied through my teeth all the time. <laughs> literally I'm dying. And so I'm like, Hmm, mm, look at that. Right. So, so that's, I think even the beauty of like being able to experience yourself. Like I love to just put my clients in these positions where they have to like even learn it themselves and figure it out themselves. And that's the beauty of being a coach, right? We get to guide. So yeah, I love that. Um, so, okay. So let's say you like know who you are, you know, who you want to talk to. You're like 100% a coach who is like, I'm, you know, maybe around like two, three K months, like you have the clients, like, right. What, but, but they're still kind of stuck because people aren't signing. What would you say is the content that needs to be created on the feed, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, what type of content needs to be created to convert more? Cause now they have some clients, but they, they're, they're like kind of stuck. Yeah. So what I see mostly in this space is that coaches are teaching. They're so good at educating. Okay. I, I get it. All of you, you love to learn more. You're in a hundred different certifications. So now you're like regurgitating all the information that you've learned in your certifications, but you're totally missing that converting piece, right? Like, so you're just telling people what to do and you're not really telling them why they should invest in you. So my thing really, <laughs> Boom. Yeah. My thing really is, is, um, oh gosh, now I just had baby brain. I just totally just blinked. <laughs> yeah, I, did that. I did that earlier during my live video this morning. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So like why they should be investing in you. Oh, making themselves a big deal. Right. So like, I don't see enough coaches making themselves a big deal. And I typically work with a lot of women. And so what I see with that is like, we've been told like, don't be too confident. Like, don't, you know, don't take too many. You're like making fun of the girl who's taking selfies at the gym or, you know, just don't be too much, too loud to this or that. And I think that's kind of where that comes in, where, we don't want to come off as cocky or a know-it-all or any of these like negative lights. We're just here to help people. But if you can't tell me why I should hire you, you know for sure I'm going to the coach over there who is like boasting about her programs, showing up confidently as hell because 
I want to show up confidently as hell. So like, if you can't even tell me why I should hire you, I'm probably not going to. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, and I like that you said, like, as if you're a potential client, right? You want to embody the traits that you see your role model or someone you're going to invest in, right? Embody. And so if someone's not showing up confident, Yes, they could be educating. Yes, they could have all the certifications, but you can just feel when you enter someone's page. And like, I was that person. I was someone for so long. I was not confident in being a business coach. And I think a lot of it came from comparison frequency. Like that was huge. Like I was looking at every other business coach and I was like, I'm not there yet. So why would someone want to work with me? Right. Oh, I'm not there yet. Right. I was going to say, and I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of coaches are feeling this because people are so transparent in this space, almost too transparent to a point where they're like, this is how much money I'm making, but it could also potentially be a lie. You also don't know what's behind the screen. Okay. Yeah. This person might've made $500,000 this year, but also could have spent it all. Right. Is it, is it really what they profited? Is it really right? They could also, um, you know, have gone through like a very bad breakup. Right. So there's always those things like behind the scenes that like you might have that someone else doesn't have. Um, and then also, um, I think for me, it was, I didn't or couldn't see the evidence that I had built in my past as to why I should be so confident. And who I am. And so I had to spend a lot of time like rebuilding the evidence, rebuilding the confidence, like actually like sitting in my head. And when a thought would pop up, literally saying to myself, this thought isn't true. But you know what thought is true? That you did do this, right? And it was a lot of effort. And in the times that I would get down, I had to literally say, no, Arden, you're not allowed to put yourself down here. You need to step back up. And, and like, I remember for so long, I don't have it anymore, but it's cute. For so long, I had a piece of paper right next to me on my desk that said evidence as to why you are an incredible business coach. Do I need to be the best business coach? Absolutely not. But do I need to show that I'm confident in what I have to offer? Absolutely. And so I agree. I think far too often, a lot of coaches, you can feel when they're like, yeah, I'm really smart, but like, I just, I'm not as good as someone else. Like, why would someone hire me? Like what makes me special? So I think that's huge. And that's really big when it comes to converting is like that, that value, um, and being able to, to value yourself and to be able to prove to others that you do have a lot to offer by seeing that within. And so I love that. Um, cool. Thanks for touching on that. Yeah. And if you don't have the evidence, like say, say like you, like you maybe don't have very many clients right now or anything like that. Okay. Say you just don't have, or maybe you're just totally new. You don't have the evidence yet. Then go out and create that evidence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go lead by an example. Like you were saying earlier, be an embodiment of that. And that's all the evidence that you need. If you can lead yourself, then you can lead others. Right. Because you need to be a walking embodiment of the things that you're preaching. And that is all the evidence you need right there. We don't have to wait until, you know, I'm the leanest ever to be a good health coach. I don't need to make a million dollars before I'm a business coach, right? I'm not waiting for anything to start showing up as the coach that I'm meant to be. Because if you're waiting, 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 you're waiting forever. 
For real, for real. And I, I think there's also a piece of that where we're going to hold the duality here. It's like my favorite phrase where it's like, also, if you can't do it yourself, I don't think you should be trying to coach others. So if you're in a place where you want to be a fitness coach, but you have not been able to successfully go through a cut, you should not be a fitness coach yet. That's so funny. I literally had a client. Um, I before she signed on with me, I told her she was a hypocrite. <laughs> I literally told her, I'm like, you're a hypocrite. Like you can't go and teach others how to build a healthy lifestyle if you're not currently consistent with yours. Like, yes, you can um if you want to hold the duality there, like I, I think that you can go through something in your life, not be, you know, making the most healthy choices, whatever, and still be a good coach. But if you hadn't been through it yourself, then no, you can't, you should not be coaching on that. So yeah, if we're, if we're, 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 we're teaching others how to do something, we have to be willing to do it ourselves first. Um, and I think that it comes a lot like, um, with, um, so a common like objection that uh, we all get, right, is like finances, right? I'm sure it's finances. So if if you're getting this constant objection from from potential clients, then you need to first take a look internally at you. Are you willing to spend the big money? You know, like if you're asking others to spend big on you, then are you willing to spend big on on the exact same thing or in the, in the same way, right? Exactly. And that's like a beautiful bringing this to content too, right? Like that's a beautiful way to post on your feed is like, um, I tell a lot of my clients, I say, share that you've invested in yourself and your development. Celebrate that stuff. Celebrate that. Your, your potential clients see that and they look up to you. So they're going to say, wow, like this person invested in themselves and their growth. They see this as a priority. So what should I do? The same. So this is a great type of post to handle. I call it pre-handling objectives. And it's a post where you get to actually break through a limiting belief from a potential client of like, of of not just inspiring them to to, to do the next thing, but also say to them, like, listen, if if I can do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Showing them that possibility. Exactly, exactly. So, so I really love those pre handling objection posts. Some other examples could be even like, I I think we get a lot of the financial objection, we get a lot of the um, I'm not ready yet, or I I don't, I don't know, like, right, like that, I don't really know one. A lot of times, I love to say that's the best time to invest. Because if you don't know, if you don't know the gaps, if you don't know what's going on in your journey, if you don't know why you're where you're at, having a mentor or having, you know, a coach is really going to support you through figuring those things out and honing in on those gaps, right? And so that's another piece of content that you can create. Um, Another big one that I see is a lot of times people are like, oh, like I can only have one coach or one mentor all the time. I'm posting. I have a mentor, right? Oh, you know what? I did have somebody today. She was like, um, she's like, sorry, I'm already in. It's really a certification, but she's like, I've already invested in this thing. um, So like, I'm not looking for a business coach. And I was like, no worry girl like my what I have to offer one is completely different from what you're doing and two I'm not looking anything from you like I'm here to you know help you um make your content better and zero in on your messaging and so like we don't need to fight for your attention here 
No, exactly. And I, I think a lot of times people are like, oh, a business coach is just a business coach. But like, we all have our specialties. And mm-hmm. I think that there's there's beauty to that. And um, that's why I have more than one mentor, you know, um, but it's the same thing with fitness. Okay. right? Like, I've seen so many people say in the past, like, well, I, you know, I invested in Beachbody. So I'm just trying that. It's like, okay, but Beachbody doesn't have that one on one, like, messaging that ability to like, fit your specific needs and customize towards you. So like, maybe you want to try a month of one-on-one with a fitness coach and just see it a little bit more customized towards you. Right. Or even, um, Oh, go ahead. I used to tell potential fitness clients, you can keep Beachbody. Like, please, by all means, keep, keep yeah. Beachbody, use it as your cardio. Yeah. But here's what we're going to do together. Exactly, right? Uh, or even um, some posts that you can pre-handle objections through is like, um, if someone says, well, I don't think I need a coach, right? And it's like, actually, even if you feel like you're at a great place, it can always be better. You can always get to the next level. And a coach shows you the things that you can't even see. Yeah, I love that. Not only investing when things are bad, right? Yeah continuously investing in yourself, even in the good times, because like you said, like, we're not here to be mediocre. We're not here to just be good, right? We're here to be great. Yes. Yeah. And and I think far too often when things are good, people pause. They like, they, they don't reflect, they don't. And, and, and that's, that's also like the beauty of being able to pre-handle objections in content. Yeah. Yeah. So. I actually think that's the most exciting time is like when you are doing well. Like that's that's when to go spend the big money. For real. For real. <laughs> go find a free mentor. Yeah. And for some reason, people just like they don't, right? So it's like, what? Um, yeah, yeah. And then I guess my final like post or type of content that I think is like just so beneficial. So we have like pre-handling objections, like talking about why people should hire you. But I also think something really big is um, educating on your offer type posts. So this I don't see enough of. Coaches are not sharing how to enter their world. There's sometimes I see like a pin post, like here's how you enter my world. And it's just like surface level of like, one-on-one coaching program, right? I'm so over it, right? But like what I want to see is what's the difference between your group program and your one-on-one coaching? Tell me more about the journey of your one-on-one coaching. What about the framework? Tell me more about this mini offer that you have going on about Facebook. Why should someone join, right? What does it include? What's it entail? Why is someone going to join your mastermind? Should someone join your membership or your mastermind, right? And being able to actually educate people on the 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 thing that they're investing in so that they can make a decision that's best for them Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a great one that's actually um like part of my clients uh content strategy is like literally offer is a pillar (laughs) like this is part of your every week pillar like i want to see you boasting about your offer what makes you different what it's all about um why you created it like that's that's what i want to know why did you create your offer Uh, you know 
I created mine because I I saw a void in the space where it was like there's no cl close proximity for these fresh fitness coaches. It's like you're dishing out thousands of dollars for mentors that you can't even keep up with that are so far ahead of you. Not that you can't learn from coaches that are so far ahead of you, but um, but just like uh, somebody that was really going to meet them where they were at and give them that one-on-one -on -one attention because I never got it. I never got mm -hmm. it. And I think that that's it's when you're really like, in my opinion, you probably have a different one. But I think that like zero to five K mark is like one of the hardest because you're just trying to figure out what your messaging are, what kind of co what kind of coach you are dealing with all the limiting beliefs. Um, and I honestly think that's like one of the hardest parts to get through. Exactly, exactly. And I notice that a lot of people are kind of like what you said, and then they get to the 5k months, and then they get stuck or the 10k months, and then they get stuck. And they're like, now what? And yes, they can invest in a high ticket coach. Yes, they can. But I think there's also that part of like really leaning into each specific part of what you learn from going to zero to 5k months. So instead yeah. of going like to five, even 10k months, and then doing ads and doing all those things, like organically tweaking those things, right. And I think that's where I come in too. So it's like kind of like this, love that, love process, that, right. Yep. So I love that. I love that. That's really cool. Cool. Well, I usually like to ask a question at the end. So what is one actionable item that you would tell anyone who is listening, which is coaches to this podcast around building and creating content once they get off this podcast. I so I would literally go take every piece of advice that we just gave you and, and put it on your like whatever your content creation method is, um, whether it's a Google Doc or like Trello or Asana, or however you do it, literally go, go write out what we've said through this podcast and go create those pieces of content. So go create an objection handling piece of content. Go create a polarizing content. Go create um, my and uh, a post about your offer. You know everything that we've talked about. The key pieces to um, to uh, converting those clients. Go right now. Go put it on your content calendar and start creating. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining. And where can my audience find you? Yes, you guys can find me on Instagram at the Angelina Bradley. Beautiful. I'll make sure to put it in the bio as well. So thanks for joining me today. And I hope everyone has an amazing week. It's about to be the weekend. So um, enjoy if you're disconnecting. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing day. And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend who you think this will benefit.